We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFB Nation All-America podcast presented by Twisted Tea. I'm Bill Trochi, senior editor at SportingNews.com, alongside Bill Bender, our national college football writer at SportingNews.com. Thank you to everyone for listening to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for those of you watching on our YouTube channel at CFB Nation, thank you to Irish Breakdown, your source for Notre Dame football information. They have a tremendous lineup of podcasts and great stories at irishbreakdown.com. You can follow Bill on Twitter at BillBender92, and you can follow me at Bill Trochi. And keep an eye on the main Sporting News account at Sporting News. All right, Bill, it's week zero. We are here. We have been waiting for 30-something weeks for week zero to uh, kick off. And uh, pretty soon we're going to have live football coming to you from Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, and that means we get to pick games again. I know we have a file at Sporting News to I do the picks for us every week um, against the spread for top 25 games. We may expand that this year. We were talking about that. Um, and I hold myself accountable. Last year was barely over 50%. But that's like to me, if you're over 50% against the spread, that's fine. So the the nights of uh, that half point hook getting you are back. No, but you 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 listed your last four years. You've been over fifty percent three out of the four years. Yeah, twenty twenty one was not good. I remember that one being frustrating. And I normally like for our listeners, if you're going to take my advice, take it in September because I'm pretty good the, the beginning of the year. And then I always know there's this week in like October, November where the tilt happens. So um, <laughs> no, we have fun, and uh, obviously uh, doing the the week zero picks. We I got back in the rhythm of doing that, and they're I, you know, this week, Notre Dame and USC are obviously the focus. It's a fun little appetizer for week one. Week one's not that great, by the way. I mean, there's there's good games, but it's not normally the blockbuster week one. But um, plenty of intriguing storylines, plenty of reason to have football on your TV. Yeah, so a reminder to our listeners, our, the, the CFB Nation All-America podcast, we'll be doing live shows on Saturday nights after the action wraps up between you know 11 and midnight maybe even later depending on uh something's happening out on the west coast as we bid farewell to the pac-12 conference as we know it uh tune into the youtube channel 
uh, at CFB Nation. And you can uh, interact with us a little bit as we just kind of recap the day. And then that podcast will be in your podcast feed on Sunday mornings as well. Uh, it's just a new new thing we're adding uh, this year uh, to our regular podcast schedule. It's going to be a Saturday night wrap-up show, and we're really looking forward to that. We're not doing one for week zero, not enough interest, and uh, I will be actually traveling to the Vanderbilt-Hawaii game as a fan. So uh, l- looking forward to that. Uh, but that'll start week one, Labor Day weekend. We'll talk more about it uh, as it gets closer, some of the the run-up shows to to the week one um, action. But just to, re- to remind you that uh, we will start doing uh, wrap-up shows every Saturday night. We're looking forward to those. They should be really fun. So uh, now let's get into week zero. But before we do, I got a trivia question for you. I know we, are, we did a trivia question our last show. We're going to mm-hmm. do another Trochi trivia question this show. We'll see what happens. Trochi Trivia 2. Okay. You can you can bounce back from, from yesterday or the last show. Uh, Trochi Trivia. Here we go. Who? Uh, Notre Dame is going to be obviously one of the focuses of this uh, show and this weekend. So we're going to stick with Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman entering year two. Who holds the record at Notre Dame for most wins in year two? Hint. Newt Rockney went 9-0 and in 1919, but that is not the answer. Mm-hmm. Newt Rockney at 9-0 and was, was eclipsed by somebody since 1919 in Notre Dame's uh, history. So you can uh, chew on that one for a little bit. We'll right. revisit that at the end of the show. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I mean, I you think I confident. know. You look confident. I think I know. I, I, I visited the stadium this summer, so uh, I think okay. I got it. But we'll see. Okay, we'll see. So, all right, let's get into Notre Dame. Just let's let's talk a little bit, you know, an, an overview of the Irish. Like we said, Marcus Freeman, year two, they got a big, big time quarterback coming in. What are your thoughts on the Irish as they get ready to kick off the season? I mean, there it's a lot of excitement around Notre Dame because of the quarterback, you know, and with Sam Hartman and the ability and what he's going to bring. You know, Brian Driscoll. Obviously, we've talked to him about this at length and. You know, it's how they can change their personnel and how they can line up with a quarterback that can actually get the ball down the field. And the other thing, their running game should be better. The talent is better. They have a defense that should be better. And in year two, more continuity across the board. It does come down to the big games against uh, Clemson, Ohio State, USC. Those will be the determining factors in whether this Notre Dame team is – playoff caliber we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBNATION. For $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code CFB Nation for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. What do you think Marcus Freeman learned last year after having those ugly, ugly losses against Marshall and Stanford and that, that he can avoid in year two and have, you know, a smoother, smoother run through the part of the schedule that that shouldn't be bumpy. I mean, yeah, I mean they let Ohio State. That's an old Lou Holtz thing. I don't know if he's the answer to the trivia question or not. Um, but he always said you can't let a team beat you twice. That's what happened. They let um, Ohio State beat them twice, and that really started at the the drive where Ohio State powered all the way down the field, ran the ball, and you could see that the the, the level of athlete was a little bit different and. Then they lose to Marshall. They nearly lose to Cal. And first-year coaches learn from that. But to Marcus's credit, he evolved. I mean, when he was hired, there was all of this excitement, maybe too much excitement because he was a first-time head coach. And But they had that nice stretch in the middle of the season, obviously lose to USC. But it's I think he's got this team in the right direction, and it's going to take a minute. We had Isaiah Hole from Wolverine Wire on the other day, and it – it's kind of the question you asked him is like, why did this take so long in Michigan? Well, if you looked at Michigan's program from Brady Hoke and Rich Rod on, that's why it did to me. And it's the same thing with Notre Dame, like Brian Kelly did a great job, but I think Marcus is trying to elevate it even more and, and through recruiting. And so there isn't that excuse when you go play Alabama and you, it's not an excuse. It's just reality. They would be case. They had more guys on the perimeter. Marcus is trying to change that. They've got good recruiting the last two cycles. And um, with Hartman around the team, I saw the story where he gave the entire team beats, you know, for the plane ride. He's, he's an experienced leader. And when you have that, that that's where the excitement stems from the cover of Irish illustrated has Sam Hartman right on it. So um, there should be excitement around Sam Hartman. And I think that's, what's going to be the focal point at least at the outset Saturday, even though I don't think that's the key to the game against Navy. Right. 
That won't be the key to the game against Navy. But yeah, I think Sam Hartman really has ingratiated himself with the team. They did that uh, funny reveal of the the green, all green uniforms they're going to wear against Ohio State, and they they mocked uh, the um, show me the money thing. And, and Marcus Freeman was on the phone with the the players, and they were they were begging for the green uniforms. Ever Sam Hartman was was featured prominently in that, and I that took I took that as yeah, he's one of the guys. It's not just the seniors that got to do this; like he's kind of already part of you know the culture and the team, and that's good to see uh, from Notre Dame's perspective. So. All right, let's run down. So they are going to kick off Navy at Notre Dame. It's a 2.30 game on NBC. That'll be the first game on uh, for week zero. It'll be unopposed. Uh, Navy, you know, we can talk a little bit about them. they got a new coach. They've had three straight losing seasons. The Notre Dame-Navy game last year was actually very interesting. <laughs> Notre Dame jumped out to a 35-13 lead at halftime and then literally had 12 total yards in the second half and had to recover an onside kick with about a minute to go to, to finally put the game away. So it was a really weird game. So we'll, we'll see what happens this year. Uh, the second game for week two, I mean week zero, sorry, is uh, an interesting one. UTEP at Jacksonville State and, of course, your old friend Rich Rod from Michigan. Yeah, I mean, you know, another one that you'll have on in the afternoon. Um, Rich Rod is in conference. This is one of those you got to check the guide because Jacksonville State is in Conference USA now. It's their opener. It's at home. Um, UTEP seemingly is always on in week zero. So this is another year where we get the minors. Um, that may, and I think I picked it this way, that one might be the closest game this weekend. So, like, even though yeah, the Red's only one point. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, that will probably be a thrilling game in, in some ways. And, and, Rich Rod obviously will get a lot of attention. Yeah, UTEP they won five games last year, and uh, you know Jacksonville State, of course, first year up. Uh, they got their quarterback cleared in June for a seventh year of eligibility, Zion Webb. So they can't certainly have experience and age at the quarterback position anyway. So that game's at five thirty on CBS Sports Network. It's seven o'clock on ESPN. Getting a little bit of prime time treatment, UMass. At New Mexico State, New Mexico State seven and a half point favorites. I've seen a few, some one to one hundred thirty three rankings, and unfortunately, UMass is checking in at one thirty three in a few of them. Um, but uh, what do you think about Jerry Kill? I mean, he got New Mexico State to a bowl game last year. Yeah, and they're home, and Don Brown's in this game too. I mean, those are some <laughs> recognizable coaches. Uh, UMass's offense really bad last year, and only averaged twelve point five points per game. Now they did bring in. Clemson transfer quarterback, a lot of transfers on that offense to try to get them going. So we'll see how that works. But uh, the Aggies have a lot coming coming back. I watched them win that bull game last year. And Jerry Kill, I mean, that guy can coach. He, he was able to coach all the way back to Minnesota. Minnesota was really competitive with him. Yeah. I think he's just a no-nonsense. I remember sitting with him at Big Ten Media Day years ago. He's a no-nonsense guy, a good guy, and – you know, the, the the beat goes on. That's that's the primetime game, though. So right. that has to be the first time UMass has been featured. On. I'll be flipped over to the next one, obviously. I'll be on FS1, I'm sure. FS1, this is one you're going to want to talk about. Ohio, not the Ohio State, the Ohio University at San Diego State. That one's going to be on 7 o'clock at FS1, San Diego State, three-point favorites. Yeah, and Curtis Rourke, so for those – Preseason NFL junkies out there watching Nathan Rourke do his thing with Jacksonville. Well, his brother plays for Ohio. He's coming off torn ACL. 
you know, they have a really good high flying offense and San Diego state, very physical with Brady Hoke. That's going to be another close game. So you know, I'm worried as an alum that they've got to make that big trip across the country. They've struggled in non-conference games over the years and they haven't had that splash victory in a while, but this is a tremendous opportunity for the Bobcats who are going to be in the mix for the MAC championship. San Diego State's going to have a a, a weird season. They're, they were counting on the the invitation for the Pac-12. The Pac-12 dissolved before they got one. So tough tough break there for the Aztecs. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Uh, 7.30 SEC Network, my alma mater, Hawaii at Vanderbilt this year. Vanderbilt favored by 17. That's a 7.30 Eastern time kickoff. And uh, this is a return trip. Vanderbilt went out to Hawaii last year, again in week zero. uh, And Vanderbilt won 63 to 10. You expect this one to be a lot closer. Well, I mean, yeah, it better be <laughs> if, if you're Hawaii. I mean, it's it's obvious. But, uh, you know, obviously they, they allowed too much on the ground last year. Vanderbilt, you talked to Joe Rexford last week about some of those playmakers. Um, high spread might go – the spread may go up a little bit more before the game, but obviously that, that's good. I'm glad you're going to be able to get out there and get to a game before we get into the grind of the rest of the regular season. Yeah, we talked uh, – Mike DeCourcy at SportingNews.com uh, called out to Hawaii and had an interview with Timmy Chang. We're going to run next week, uh, Hawaii's coach, about the cha- the challenges the Rainbow Warriors have in terms of preparing for the season, kind of with the backdrop of the Maui tragedy, the, the wildfires that claimed – I think it's over 100 people at this point. And, you know, his interesting quote that stuck out to me was, we're all one degree away. We're all one degree away from knowing – a friend of a friend, an aunt, a cousin, or whatever, who's you know obviously been affected, and um, so they'll be playing uh, with a little bit more in their mind than just football this year. Vanderbilt is donating some of the proceeds from the, the opening game to the the Maui Strong Fund. Uh, they're planning on having a, a moment of silence to acknowledge the tragedy and things like that. So a little bit more than just a regular football game to open that one up uh, on the SEC Network. And then uh, at 8 o'clock, Pac-12 Network, 
It's going to be San Jose State at USC. 30-point favorites for the Pac-12 favorites. Uh, what do you think of that one? Um, they averaged 50 points in their first three games last year. You're going to have to see if you have the Pac-12 network uh, to find right. it. Interested to see Marshawn Lloyd, the South Carolina transfer. And um, you know, San Jose State can score a little bit. I think the question isn't USC's offense. I think the focus will be, do they get stops? You know, is San Jose State – They've got an experienced quarterback in Chevin Cordero. Can they move the ball a little bit? And uh, again, that's one of those, like I said, when you do the picks, I, I hate spreads like that because mm-hmm. you can make the case in your head that USC will go out and win 62 to 10, or you can make the case that it's like 55 to 24. And I just really hate picking games like that. So I, I probably hint that I'm going to stay away from that one. It's tough. It's tough for sure. Okay, and uh, just to finish the slate, FIU at Louisiana Tech for you Night Owls. 9 o'clock kickoff, CBS Sports Network, Louisiana Tech, favored by 10. Um, So let's get into our contest. So we don't have a full slate. Last year our contest was a confidence contest, and we picked five games a week, and we assigned values to our most confident pick against the spread, right? Five, four, three, two, one. With it being such an abbreviated slate, we're going to go three games this week. Um, you said I won last year. I actually failed to go back and look, but you you, you won. Yeah, you won the the regular season one, and then I don't remember how the bull one went. I but, meant to uh, look it up. Okay. Yeah, I, I it wasn't by like a ton. I think we were pretty close most of the year. So okay, I think. Uh, well, give me your give me your three pointer for week zero. We'll kick it off, and uh, these picks are yep. against the spread. Well, this is what I have listed. So, if the spread changes, let me know. But I, I'm going to take New Mexico State right off the bat, minus Ooh. seven and a half or eight. You you tell me which one, whichever one. Uh, either way, it's fine. Okay, um, I've seen it as both, but we'll call it eight. Um, yeah, I mean. UMass with the transfers, it could change, but I like that New Mexico State team at home. I think Jerry Kill, I think that that one's not particularly close. And um, it's a tremendous opportunity to be wrong on the first three pointer of the year, but I'll go with the Aggies. I'm going Jacksonville State for my three pointer. And I know you picked them on sportingnews.com to pull the upset. It's only a one point upset, but I'm, I'm going to go with Rich Rod, the experienced QB. I've read some stuff on them. They're supposed to score pretty well. And so, yeah, I think uh, they'll get a little bit of extra attention at their first game. And then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's a home game, too, that they get to play and it's going to get some attention. I think they're going to be fired up. So I'm giving going with Jacksonville State for the upset for three. Yep. What should you do? Uh, Notre Dame, minus 20 and a half. And I think I picked them last year in that game and was very frustrated with how they played in the second half. And, you know, one of the root. I mentioned what the key to this game was. It's not Sam Hartman. It's going to be, can they run the, they only ran 66 yards in that game. So I think Notre Dame's running game will be much better. The last two times they've been over in Ireland, they've put up 50 spots. They, they, I think they make it a point to play very well in Ireland for obvious reasons. (laughs) So they want to put on a show. They want to come out. So they're not going to be afraid to run it up a little bit, not run it up like in a bad way, but, I, I think I had the final score of this game being something like 38-17, 42-17. I could see that. So I think they clear the 20, and uh, Sam Hartman isn't necessarily the story. He looks good, but Notre Dame looks good on all levels, and they go out and get a big win. Yeah, if Sam Hartman has to throw it 40 times, something went wrong. 
Right. I think so. Yeah, I think actually that's my two pointer too. Uh, it's Notre Dame. My 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 brother and sister in law are out uh, in Scotland and now Ireland. They're going to go to the game. They had tickets to the 2020 game that was canceled because of the pandemic, and they've been holding on to them for three years. So they are finally excited to get and go out to this game. Um, I don't think Navy's going to be able to score much against Notre Dame, and Notre Dame. Freeman has to have their attention after, you know, last year's kind of just sure. sleepwalking through the second half. They don't want that to happen again. And like you said, yeah, it's, it's a nice match. It's an exciting game. It's an exciting experience for all those guys. They've got Tennessee State next week, which is, you know, not going to be a tester uh, for when they get back. So they could really pour everything into this game. So, yeah, I got them clear in the, uh, the 20 and a half for the two pointer. So what's your one point? Uh, the alma mater, Bobcats, got gonna go get, and you should have to pick your alma mater too. But um, so because this might be the only one we can do that. Bobcats um cover the three and a half. I like them to win outright. Um, I think that offense will make a difference. This is a really good team. Um, Tim Albin's done a great job with them. Uh, I've been around high school coaches around here in Central Ohio like Tim a lot, and that was one of my concerns when. Frank Solich retired that, you know, okay, the new guy's in, but he's, he's crushing it. And when the cent, when you hear it from, and as you know, I have a kid that's in the junior high level. And when you hear from high school coaches that they like the guy, especially because they have to get guys from here that he'll, he'll continue to do well. And I think they go out there and find a way and uh, it'll be a fun game. And by the way, the Bobcats have won their last three games against Mountain West conference opponents. So I think they go out and get it done. There you go. Four straight. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I'll take my alma mater, but uh, they have to clear. What do they have to clear here? 17 and a half. 17 and a half. That's a little bit of a challenge. Uh, they've got playmakers. Uh, we'll see how much they can just keep the ball on the ground, though, against Hawaii. Um, and uh, with that, so that's going to be my pick. I'll be there. I'll be rooting for them, seeing how they, see how they do. And that will be my one-pointer. So to review, you've got New Mexico State as your three-pointer, Notre Dame at two, and Alma Mater, Ohio at one. And I've got Jacksonville State as my three, and then Notre Dame and Vanderbilt as my two and my one. So that's it, Bill. We're here. Week zero is here. You got the setup. You got the TV, all, everything organized. Do you know how you're going to pick it up on Saturday? <laughs> no, it'll be fun. You know, I'll be sitting around the house. I'll definitely be watching. I'm really excited to watch Notre Dame, honestly. I mean, that, that game's always fun, and, and we'll see if they are really a top 10, top five playoff caliber team. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people here in Columbus will be watching because that's the Buckeyes' first huge game of the season. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the CFB Nation All-America podcast brought to you by Twisted T. What about trivia? Oh, No. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, see the save. Um, Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Trochi Trivia. All right. Who holds the Notre Dame record for most wins as a second-year coach? I. It's a trick question, I think. So I'm going to guess like an obscure coach because I, I want to say Lou Holtz should be my guess, but I feel like – did you say nine was what Rockney it's, had? It's more than nine. It's ten or more. Okay. New Rockney had nine and 19. I don't know why. I want to say, like, maybe it's that Oregon State game. Like, I'm going to guess, I'm not going to guess anybody obvious. So I'm going to guess Bob Davey. Close. This this coach had about as much success as Bob Davey. But, uh, 
Willingham. In the regular season, Charlie Weiss. Well, I was going to guess Willingham too. So, so Charlie, Charlie Weiss, Weiss. two thousand six went ten and two in the regular season. They lost the Sugar Bowl handily to LSU. Uh, they played four ranked teams that season and went one and three, losing by at least twenty points to all three ranked teams. But uh, they rolled through the unranked teams. Penn State was the only ranked team that they beat. And uh, yeah, Charlie Weiss is in the record book as the most wins as a year two coach at Notre Dame. Bob Davey was nine and three in year two. I just looked it up. So I I just tried to take a guess there. I figured it wasn't like Holtz or Era or even Frank Leahy because you got to guess a guy that played a bunch of games. I, I should have known that though. That's a good one on Charlie Weiss. <laughs> so anyway, all right, we'll try it again. Thank you, everybody. For listening to the CFB Nation All America podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea. Enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy week zero, and we will see you next week.